Hello and welcome to this episode of David Carter's The Catalyst Podcast, where we have conversations that provoke positive change. I love being a catalyst and having conversations with people who are doing great things to make a difference and an impact in the lives of people for the good. And I'm so excited to be here today with someone I've known for a number of years. I won't tell how many because that would date myself. But uh, <laughs> Laura Perry uh, yes. is someone I've known for years. I call her Dr. Laura. How are you doing, Laura? I'm doing fine, <laughs> Pastor Carter. <laughs> doing great. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm so, so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you here. We're, we're, yeah, she is a founder. You are the founder of Conquering Walls Counseling Agency, mm-hmm. um, LLC. Yes, sir. Um, but you're also a preacher. Yes, sir. Talk a little bit about that, the intersectionality between uh, therapy um, and biblical principles. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, yes. I think that they intersect well mm-hmm. because a lot of the teachings that I have learned over the years, um, the different um, modalities of, of um, therapy. Run- wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> I'm an educated person, you know. I have I have two I have two Ivy League degrees. Help yeah. me out with that word for our listeners. Okay. What does modality mean? It's the different types of therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you were asking me about what does CBT mean? What mm-hmm. does dialectical behavioral therapy mean? What does um, solution focus? She's not mean? speaking in tongues, y'all. It, it right? means <laughs> the different types of therapy that mm-hmm. we use with clients that come with different issues. Mm-hmm. So. CBT may not work, be the only thing that I use with someone that has deep trauma, like that's been through a lot of different things. Um, but what is, what is CBT? CBT is called cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay. And the people that develop this type of therapy believe that our thoughts, our actions, and our beliefs all work together. And if we could change one of them, mm-hmm. we could change the whole trajectory of everything that's going on in our life. If we could change how we think. Because there's a thing called thinking traps that mm-hmm. we put ourselves in. Mm-hmm. And a major one is called shoulds. We should all over ourselves all the time. I'm, I, w- I Wait, used to be a, what? I used to be a big shoulder. You did? <laughs> you should. We should if, if all. I, uh, Lou Rawls had a song, If I Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. When you should yourself, you set yourself up for failure. Because and why is that? Because there's that? a comparison. Okay. I should have done this. I should have done that. But... In actuality, and this connects with how God is, everything happens when and how it's supposed to. It happens in his time, not mm-hmm. our time. So we have to really look at things and, and live in the moment, mm-hmm. not worrying about what's happening tomorrow or what happened yesterday. But we have to focus on where we are so that we can get to those next moments, right? Okay. So, and so what's that called again? The thinking trap? The thinking trap. Thinking trap. That, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, because that's we believe... You know, when we get stuck and focused on our way of thinking, we believe this one thing is like a tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Tunnel vision is one as well. But we're so busy looking the way that we believe, we miss all the other things or resources that are out there for us to help us to get to where we're trying to go. All right. And and, that, and that's good. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, think about the intersectionality between um, the spirit realm or, or being a mm-hmm. believer and yeah. then also in therapy. But let, let look, okay, I, you know, Let's be honest, okay? Yeah. We, growing up, yeah, uh, therapy, right, was not something uh-huh. that black folk did. Yeah, what happens yeah. in this house stay in this house. What happens in the house stays in this house. You ain't crazy. Whatever happens, you, you know. Yeah, you ain't you ain't crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and if someone said you need therapy, no, I, I ain't crazy. Right? Exactly. That was it. And the 
it would be, well, let's just, let's lay hands on you. Right? Yeah. And yeah. let's pray about it. Yes. And it was always associated with yes. demonic activity. Mm-hmm. But there was also a stigma. So mm-hmm. how... How has that changed, or has it changed? Is there still some hangover from that kind of stigma yeah. in our? And is it something that's just part of the African American cultural experience, or is it something that's um, you see as something that's universal? But I do know what happens in our. I think yeah. it's universal, okay. but we it's most associated with us mm-hmm. because we hear it, we grew up with it. It's still a part of our community, and we're still battling it right now. Um, A lot of times you hear still what happens in this house stays in this house. And honestly, the things that are happening in the house is the reason that we have a lot of 12 year old, 55 year olds running around or 15 year old, 30 year olds running around. Wait, 12 year old, 55 year (laughs) old. Break that down. Yeah. yeah. They're stuck at the age 12 where their trauma happened and they have not matured past that. But they're 55. Mm -hmm. But they're still acting 12. They're. 30 years old, but still acting 15 where they received the trauma that they experienced. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mama did whatever she did or said what she said or daddy touched me or whoever did whatever to me. Um, People are stuck in that. I remember when I met you. You do? Yeah. I was stuck in mine. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I had to go through a lot of treatment to get past that trauma, to be well, able to... I didn't to, cause the trauma. Let's, no, yeah, no, you didn't cause it. I didn't cause the trauma. <laughs> but but you, you helped me to get there, though, because mm. we talked about it. Uh, you might not remember, but I remember a lot of things. I'm mm. like an elephant. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I was one of those people. And it took several years for me to get past that and deal with that trauma because... I didn't want to be crazy. I didn't want to be called crazy. I wouldn't, even though I was in the field of helping, I wasn't a counselor yet, but I was mm-hmm. still in the mental health field and I didn't want to be called crazy. So that was the, the reason that I would not get the help that I needed. You know, and hearing what, what you said, you know, about how I helped. Mm-hmm. And I, I bet if we had some more conversation or conversation offline, it would come back to me. Mm-hmm. But when, for me, in counseling, you know, as a pastor, mm-hmm. because I had to do it so much, yeah, um, I would have a conversation with someone. Not that I would forget about it, yeah, but I would put it over here mm-hmm. because I, I, I couldn't. You know, if I wore all that, mm-hmm. I'd be worn down from all of those. And you need to be on my couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it, but it's like for this for. Physician, heal thyself. Yes. But just some yes. of the things you're talking about, uh, I think would be helpful for pastors, um, persons who are caregivers, mm-hmm. um, who are helping other people. Everybody needs, I believe this, and, and I'm, I'm speaking to myself in this, you know, mm-hmm. everybody needs some type of therapy. Yeah. Um, yeah. To help them process mm-hmm. some of the things because uh, strong people internalize mm-hmm. things. Why? Because we can handle it. Yeah. I mean, think about the influx of suicide that we've seen in our community mm-hmm. with pastors mm-hmm. and things like that, holding all that stuff in and not having a place to let it go. Therapy is just a conversation. Mm-hmm. It starts out a, as a conversation. When I have clients who are reluctant to deal with therapy, I ask them, just give me four sessions. Mm-hmm. And if you give me four sessions and after that four sessions, you don't want to come back, then we can cl- we'll call it a day. Mm-hmm. We'll end it right there. I won't so hold for you those to it. who might be... Mm-hmm whatever issues they're having, 
what could you say to them to encourage them mm -hmm. to have a conversation, to seek out therapy? Because mm -hmm. I, there are a lot of people who are listening and those who are going to be watching. I'm sure they have something they're dealing with mm -hmm. that they haven't told anybody mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And they wrestle with it. And sometimes they might have nightmares about it mm -hmm. or recurring, recurring dreams about it. Mm -hmm. What could you say to those people to encourage them mm -hmm. to seek out um, some assistance. Yeah. It's kind of like you said, everyone has something that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And for me, having a conversation about it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. That C word that we heard in our community so much does not apply. What word is that? Crazy. Crazy. Yes. Yeah. It does not mean that you're crazy because you need to talk to someone. It just means that you need a different opinion on how to process it. And that's all we do. That's all we do. That's very helpful. Mm -hmm. a, different, uh, a different opinion on mm -hmm. how to process it. A different perspective. Mm -hmm. Looking yeah. at it from a different way. And even giving you tools to help you in processing it appropriately. Mm -hmm. So that it doesn't affect other things in your life. Like you see people who have a lot of stress at work and then they can't function at home well. Um, breaking up their relationships. Not interacting with their children well. All those kinds of things come from holding things in and not being able to process them, not being able to release them. And so I, I think that having a you can have your therapist and I got a shirt to say that too. you can have your therapist and Jesus, too. I <laughs> <laughs> got a shirt to say that. Too. No, because he, he's a great physician. Yes. And but Jesus but, had people with him. He had Jesus, therapists and physicians with him. Jesus. Uh, Holy Spirit always works. And God has always done this. Mm -hmm. He works through people. Yes. Yes. Through his emissaries or his ambassadors, yes. he empowers and anoints mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. to help and then to bless other people. Yeah. And this is just another way. Also, by the way, um, Reverend Dr. Laura um, is a phenomenal preacher. Wow. Thank you. A phenomenal motivational speaker. I <laughs> You ain't got to receive it. It's all on you. You got it already. But And so if you're looking for a preacher, a motivational speaker, get in contact with Dr. Laura. We'll make sure that all of her contact information is there because okay. um, with the, 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 all the things she has, I call it arrows in your quiver. Mm -hmm. All the different modalities. Look at how I did that. All, all, right. all, those, <laughs> different, all those different modalities. <laughs> yeah. because, and you can minister and assist people in all mm -hmm. these different ways. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, look, I, yeah, I, was gonna, I was just going to say, and even in therapy, if you um, feel that uh, therapy is in some way not connected to God, I pray with my clients. Mm -hmm. I pray before, during, and after the session. What if they don't want you to pray? You pray anyway? No. I do not pray for them in their face. But <laughs> because uh, yeah. because my, my, my I, and I can only speak for my practice. My mm -hmm. practice is led by him. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I have all this education, mm -hmm. but I don't know what the client is going to bring to me every day. Mm -hmm. So I can prepare. I prepare what I want to work on with them. But usually he has his own thing that he wants to do, too. So I pray that he has his way, just like with anything else. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking for that, you can look for a Christian therapist. Mm -hmm. It doesn't um, th they're not necessarily divided. Mm -hmm. Like and, and I believe that where people miss out on it is that they feel like just praying for it is going to help. But think about it. God gives us resources mm -hmm. to get the help that we need. Just like a regular doctor, we're there to help with those chemical um, imbalances that people have that are called mental health. Wait, chemical imbalances. Yes. Chemical imbalances. In the brain. In, in the brain. Yes. That's a physical 
actual yes real thing and mm -hmm. there are different ways of treating that yes or addressing that yes and what are some of those ways some of it is with psychotherapy which is what I do some of it is with um, medication um, which a psychiatrist would provide um, finding mm -hmm. out what some of the diagnosis is um, psychologists provide the testing for those things and determine what treatment you would need for that. And they also provide counseling as well. So those are things that you could do. There's hospitalization. There's um, partial hospitalization where mm -hmm. you go to the hospital for half of the day and then you're home with your family. But there's different things that are out there to help with all of that. For chemical imbalances. Mm, yes. Because it's a very real thing. Yes. It's not something that is not somebody's crazy. There is a chemical imbalance that mm -hmm. sometimes causes manic behavior. Mm -hmm. And it comes from like stress mm -hmm. can cause that um, her heredity. Mm -hmm. It can be something that's passed down in, in, for generations. Um, it could be trauma, experiencing something. Children especially experience trauma much um, easier than adults do. Um, a and what, and, uh, mm -hmm. Children experience trauma much more than adults do, is that what mm -hmm. you said? Yeah, they're, they're, they could be traumatized much easier Easy. than an okay. adult. So if, a, a, like I had a, um, a case where a child and her mother were in a car accident. The mom was fine, didn't have any trauma from it, but this child could not ride in a car, could not hear about car accidents, could not travel with her family. She played ball, she couldn't do that anymore, couldn't fly um, for a long time before we got in, engaged and she was referred to me and we worked together for about a year and now she's doing much better with that. But they could they would go on family trips and it would be horrific. Mm. Um, she just couldn't sit in a car anymore because of that accident. And it wasn't even that much. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even that big of a deal. The car was not hurt that much, but just being in that accident on the freeway caused her that much trauma. And she was seriously um, had an imbalance because of that. And so now she's doing much better, but we went through psychotherapy. She had medication and all those kinds of things. And now she's not doing the medication anymore and she's doing well. And I so. want to, I want to encourage people because in, in my, in my family, just being, you know, transparent in my lineage, mm -hmm. um, depression. Yes. Runs in my family mm -hmm. in my lineage. And I didn't know what depression was mm -hmm. until it was diagnosed Right. because I would, you know, I had certain behaviors or, mm -hmm. so, you know, I would somehow would just shut down and, and didn't want, you know, I would you know, pull the shades down and mm -hmm. wouldn't want to light any light in there because I just thought that my, I just needed to rest. Mm -hmm. Spoke with my doctor and he said, uh, I think you need to, you know, go talk with someone about mm -hmm. this. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll pray about it. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll pray about it. You know, I, I need to get direction on this, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm anointed. Right. Yeah. yeah. I can physician can heal himself. But I went to, you know, to the, the doctor and, and please, I'm saying this to try to help people, because if I didn't get help, I don't know where I would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I, depression is depression is is really easy to sneak up on you because it doesn't look like what they portray it what to you, be. And what you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah. it. It comes in so many different ways. It can affect your, you have irritability. Because most Check. people, yeah, <laughs> most people think that you're tired and you just sleep all the time and you're just sitting there looking like this. No, that's not a part of it. Um, there's seasonal affective disorder too, which is a type of depression where like right now we're moving into fall and I'll see that what with a lot saying? of my clients. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, this weather here is 
it just causes that depressive state because it's always gloomy. There's no sunshine. I recommend people get sun lamps. You can buy the sun lamps on Amazon. Um, you know, do make sure that you have a regular routine where you're moving and getting activity in, even when you don't feel like it. You my know? doc and not, yeah. not my doctor. My doctor told me he said, you know, pastor. He said sometimes just get out of bed. Yeah, just move. Just get up. Mm -hmm. You know. And, and, and so in doing that, he said, because there are chemicals in the body and, yeah. and hormones and different things are released, endorphins, mm -hmm. I guess, mm -hmm. you know, the term mm -hmm. is. But I, but I do want to, I, I want to encourage people, it's okay to take medicine. Yeah. It's okay to go to therapy mm -hmm. for your mm -hmm. own mental health yeah. and for the people around you. Yep. And a lot of times the meds aren't meant to be forever. They're not meant to be for your, they're meant to be there to take the edge off mm -hmm. until you have the tools to manage this issue on your own mm -hmm. or with the therapist. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times people come in and they're so depressed and they're so anxious or whatever is going on with them that they can't even receive the work that we're doing, giving mm -hmm. them homework, going through, because I believe in homework. Nobody leaves my office without homework every week. I hate homework. Yeah, but but it's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's necessary. Mm -hmm. Because when I was first in therapy, I would be in there and I would be so gung-ho, ready to do all this stuff, and leave and can't remember nothing she said. Mm -hmm. So now I believe in the homework. Mm -hmm. And I go to my therapist every Friday, happily, mm -hmm. happily, happily. <laughs> So just just but just doing all of these things will help you, especially the medication. So it's not it's not it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's not a, it, it's not a, it's not an ongoing thing. No, necessarily. Mm -mm. But even if it is an ongoing thing. Yeah. It's okay. take your medicine. Yes. If there are any sick, if there's any sick among you. Yes. Call for the elders of the church. Right. Yes. And it says anointing them with oil and then the yeah. faith, effectual fervent prayer of the righteous will avail avail much. Yeah. But also, it really means if there's sick among cough of the elders of the church, it says it, it talks about that means take your medicine. Yes. Do what's necessary so yes. you can function and be the best vessel that you can be for God. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Conquering walls, mm -hmm. um, counseling agency. Yes. How'd you come up with that name? Um, I was talking with a friend of mine, and um, I'll, I'll tell him that I mentioned him today. Um, he uh, he's somebody that I was in an acting group with and he did, you know, work with websites and stuff. And oh, he, that's right. Yeah. Um, also an actress. <laughs> she does stage plays, stage plays. <laughs> what, what, else, what else don't what, what don't you do? I don't know. Oh, she sings. <laughs> a fabulous singer, this multi-talented, multi-gifted. I'm sorry. So this person, I digress. I do that sometimes. Z.F. Taylor okay. helped me to come up with the name because um, I was saying, I want to do something with walls and knocking walls down or mm -hmm. something. And we came up with Conquering Walls Counseling Agency. Um, I will say, and I, I I alluded to this earlier, this is not what I wanted to do, though. Mm -hmm. I never saw myself here. Never. But I think there was someone who did see you here. Yes. Yes. And who might that be? God. Because mm -hmm. it was all about him. It mm -hmm. was everything that happened to me. And at the time that the business came about, I was really, it was over a two-year period. Mm -hmm. um, and we were, you know, I was in, you were in my life at the time regularly. And I was going through something. And for about a year, I slept sitting up 
I don't know if you knew that. I don't think I told you that. Mm-mm. But I slept in the same spot sitting up every night for a whole year. And during that time, um, God would be talking to me about just different things because I kept saying, God, why am I here? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this about? I don't know what you want me to do. I'm, I'm tired because I was tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in, in therapy at the time, and she was talking me through everything. And a young lady that I met when I first moved here called me and asked me to help her with her business. I, um, and I said, yeah, sure, no problem, Mm -hmm. nothing. And she was like, well, I don't have any money to pay you because it's a retroactive contract, but I can offer you free office space. I'm like, I don't do office space, I don't know, but I'll do it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And so I got the office space and then another church member was able to get me free office furniture that I have now. This And this furniture was nice, mm-hmm. like good stuff. It looked brand new, but it had been in the office forever. So put the put that in there. And I, I and then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to look into getting my own clients. Come to find out children's had already set me up with everything I needed. All I had to do was give them my, give the insurance companies and everything my information. So you take and insurance? I, yes, I take all insurances. Take, she takes all insurances. Mm-hmm. Um, she's... She is licensed. She's clinically trained. Mm-hmm. Um, she's sensitive to the, um, to the move of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And this is conquering walls, counseling mm-hmm. agency. What sets you guys apart? Okay. Because you started your own thing. Yeah. Um, but you could have gotten your credentials and then gone to work for another, yeah. uh, uh, for Wexner or for Nationwide or forever. Mm-hmm. Why start something else, something on your own? Because God said so. Oh, so you were just being she, obedient to the yeah. of, the, of the spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. He did. He said so. Because I just, even after I started, I was like, oh, this is my shoe money. I'm just have eight. <laughs> With your I'm shoe just, money. Yeah, I'm going to just do eight <laughs> clients and I'm going to be able to buy me some red bottoms. I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to be able to do that, that and not touch my bill money. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not touch my savings, not touch this. That's what it was for. I had eight clients. I was happy. Um, fast forward a year later, I had knee surgery. Um, I was working at Children's Hospital as a forensic so interviewer. So you could be wearing them shoes anyway, yeah. see? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I was working at Children's as a forensic interviewer, and um, I left to go on leave. And while I was out on leave, some people found out that I had my business and um, because I never told anybody at work other than my boss. I did everything the right way, Mm -hmm. right? But people found out, and what I find that sometimes there's jealousy and there's envy and different things like that, and so I had seen it happen to other people. They told untruths. I'll just put it like that. They lied on me. They lied on me. They lied on me. They scandalized your Yeah, and so by the time I went back to work, Children's was saying I had to choose between my business and them. And so for three weeks, I was on what they called administrative leave. This was the day after I returned from knee surgery. And um, I prayed and cried in my office. I was like, God, I don't know what to do because, you know, I Did have you the prayed ins- and cried in your office. What office? In my office at Children's Hospital. Okay. Mm-hmm. for three weeks okay. asking God what did he want me to do because I'm like God I have the insurance I have the most I make the most money you know I think we need this money and um the last day my boss came down and told me well Laura I'm sorry but they're saying you have to make a choice and I heard as clear as they write the letter mm-hmm. and I wrote the resignation letter and by the end of the day I had 10 more clients Look at God. By the end of the month, I had a wait list. Look at God. Yeah. And it was it was just 
And the fir- guess where the first referral came from? Where? Children's. How about that? <laughs> but see, they knew who you were. Yeah, and they still and, refer people yeah. to me. And they knew so. what you were, they, yeah. they knew what you were capable, and they knew what type of person mm-hmm. you were. Speaking of modalities, of different ways yeah. of of therapy and behavioral and cognitive, what what. Uh, Cognitive behavioral therapy. Look at that. I, I, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you remember. Um, there's uh, there's another uh, modality that you use, and it's uh, she has a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Count it all peace. Yes. It's a an adult coloring and meditation journal developed by Laura Davis Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about this uh, coloring book. The coloring book was meant because. I have so many, so many people who struggle with finding um, coping strategies to help them when they are struggling with anxiety or depression or whatever, or just can't figure things out and need to meditate and pray about it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I love numbers and I wanted to do a coloring book. And you love numbers. I was going to ask you something, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I researched some things and I came up with this. And so this book takes you from strong to new beginnings. Each number has a meaning and it's associated with different words. Okay. And so I went in and found out some of those and I associate each number with their meaning, which, and when I say strong, number one means strong. So you're starting out with strength. And the idea of the book is either do it, you can do it daily monthly or weekly. I suggest weekly because that gives you 10 weeks to work through all of those things. You need a, cause you need, when you, when you come up with a new concept, you need a little bit of time to process it. Right. And so what I say is like the number one, can I hold the book? Oh, sure. Yes. Your book. (laughs) (laughs) And I knocked it down. (laughs) Yeah. So like for the number one, for instance, um, this is story time with Dr. Laura. So it says the number one is the the root of opportunity in our lives. It's a symbol of confidence, power and action. It pushes us to look at our current circumstances and realize that we have the power to turn them into anything we wish. Even if we're afraid, the the one inspires us to take control of our future and embrace new beginnings. And the word is associated with independent, goal oriented and innovative. And I go and through and explain those. And this is what the one looks like. So I would say do it three times each week. Each one, three mm. times a week, color this part first, color this the second day, and this the third. And as you're coloring, meditate on these words. Look, You can even look the words up in the Bible and associate them with scripture, mm. right? And then um, in this area, when you're, when you're, after you're done meditating, write what God gives you. How, has, how have you had to show your strength this week? Or how is your strength being tested, you know? When were you not as strong as you thought you could be? And how can you change that? This is what that's meant to do so that you can move from strength to new beginnings. Okay. Come on. And, yeah, All right. That, that, I think that'll preach. You can move from, <laughs> from strength to new beginnings. Yeah. This is Dr. Laura. Yeah, I know you're working on your, yeah. your, your the research and all that, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speaking those things. Yeah. Into Dr. Laura I it. Perry. Um, yeah. It's been an absolute joy and, mm-hmm. a, and a pleasure um, meeting with you and, and speaking with you. Yes. So how can people get in contact with you on uh, on social media? Social media, everything is Conquering Walls Counseling Agency on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. We have a store. Um, you can click on our link on the on TikTok. We sell merchandise. Um, we sell this book. You got we, Dr. Laura merch. Yeah, yeah. we have, um, well, can I pull out your gift? <laughs> 
I'm going to give you <laughs> what we call a Scentsy bag. And the Scentsy bag helps you to calm yourself using your five senses. Mm -hmm. And so it has something to taste, touch, smell, feel, and hear in, in here. Uh, all, well, all of the senses, you know. All, all the senses. And we have... Um, different things, but we're on every social media. If you want to get services, just look up our website, which is Conquering Walls Counseling Agency as well, and you fill out the inquiry form and you can get an appointment with us. Dr. Laura, it's been a pleasure and a privilege. Yes. This is David Carter for David Carter is a Catalyst Podcast. You can find us on Spotify or on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite uh, podcast. And I'm so grateful for you being here tonight Thank or you. today. Thank um, you. And please be sure, counseling is not a bad thing. No, it's not. This is David Carr's at Catalyst Podcast. Thank you. Mm -hmm.